I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, one of our special guests here today on 92.3 The Fan, and as always, all guests appear on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He is a broadcaster and reporter for Fox College Hoops and the host of the Big East Shootaround. He is a longtime friend of the network, John Fanta here. John, thank you so much for joining me today and right off the bat uh, we were watching the Yankees and Twins game in here and you tweeted this uh, a few minutes ago and that is uh, Twitter reactions brought to you by Shivan Jewelers Cleveland's premier jewelry store the Twins are 10 and 37 in the Bronx since they opened new Yankee Stadium back in 2009 it's absolutely ridiculous 10 and 37 10 and 37 folks that is the Twins record at the the new, I guess, Yankee Stadium, which I was watching the Twins broadcast, Mitch. Yeah. And and their broadcasters, who, as we know, if, if you guys have seen this on Twitter this season, have been annoyed, disgusted, <laughs> frustrated by any games with the Guardians because Cleveland has had the heroics against Minnesota this season. Time and again today when the Yankees would hit a home run, their broadcasters were groaning because they kept saying that would never be out of target field. That would never be out of target field. Uh, Look, that's Yankee Stadium. That, that, that's what yeah. everybody has to deal with there. And the Twins have been flat out horrible against the Yankees. And that's why this is such a big week. It's a big window opening again. I know that it's only a half-game lead now, but the Yankees could really help the Guardians out here early on in this week because they have owned Minnesota, particularly in the Bronx. No kidding, no kidding. I thought you were going to say they were 10-37 and 37 in the division series. I would have believed you either way between those two <laughs> matchups. Uh, but obviously, uh, with the Guardians here, uh, once again, John Fanta of Fox Sports. I want to get into the Guardians first because it's fresher. Obviously, last night's uh, loss to Seattle in that long, long game that was rain-delayed and the went to extra innings. So now the Guardians are going over to Kansas City, not just having their, their pride beat up a little bit with those losses to Seattle, but a little kind of just kind of trudging along as you had to play a long game last night. You have a couple of injuries now to your pitching rotation and a lineup that's really struggling to put together runs. John, when you look at this Guardians team, do you think they have what it takes to to last as the AL wild card leaders or I guess now co-leaders uh, to the end of uh, September? Well, I think that they have what it takes to, to be the AL central leader, and, and that's the fact. Of these three teams that we're talking about here, whether it's Minnesota, Chicago, or Cleveland, and I still think that the Guardians are the team that, that could come out of this division that actually I believe Mitch still could be of these three teams uh, the most threatening in the playoffs, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But to me, yes, the, the answer to your question is yes. Because of this, 
I think that Cleveland just got through the toughest remaining stretch of their schedule with the road trip out west, followed up by a, a Baltimore Orioles team that has really exceeded all expectations, and then a Mariners team that, frankly, is red hot. I mean, the Mariners have been one of the best in baseball since the All-Star break. They've been scalding, and you can't get swept at home, but the Guardians did. And after all of this, five straight losses, four combined runs over your last five games. Has it been miserable? Has it been rough? Has it been frustrating? Absolutely it has been. Absolutely. But even after a pretty disturbing stretch of baseball, Mitch, as I talk to you on this Labor Day afternoon, the Cleveland Guardians are in first place outright, thanks to the Yankees, and have a prime opportunity now over the next three nights with Kansas City, followed up by the Twins here this week, who they, they have had a psychological advantage for whatever reason against Minnesota. And we have seen this in baseball, that when you have an edge psychologically in the regular season marathon, that typically isn't an anomaly. It typically isn't a one-off. It's something that can last. And the fact that Cleveland, you look at the Guardian schedule, and they have Minnesota eight times here coming up, starting this upcoming weekend. You want to take it game by game. And this game tonight in Kansas City, every game is big, folks. I mean, we're at that stage of the season where you got to pay attention to everything. But the fact is the Guardians have gotten through the most difficult portion of their final stretch. And I look at their late schedule, and when I saw the schedule come out for this season, it was the biggest thing that jumped out to me. This team wraps up with six consecutive games against the Kansas City Royals. Six consecutive games against a ball club right now, Mitch, that is 55-80. and 80. That said, advantage Cleveland when the schedule came out, and if this team was in it, that could be a prime opportunity for them down the stretch. I feel like the schedule still sets up well enough, but right now it doesn't matter who's on the other side. This ball club has got to piece together some hitting. It's got to piece together some hitting. I think it's been too reliant on certain guys in the lineup that frankly have had a long overdue sample size to say, hey, you're not getting it done. You're just not getting it done. But at this point, this is what the lineup is, and this offense has got to be flat out better. They've, they've got to be better here starting tonight in Kansas City and get some runs on the board. Well, John, I really like the you brought up the West Coast trip where you went to San Diego and Seattle, and for the performance that they had, I was actually very uh, pleased with uh, them, the results they brought coming back home, and unfortunately the home stretch ended up faring worse. So now you you mentioned that stretch of games. Obviously you have the Royals here coming up, and you have 12 combined games between the White Sox, the Twins, and the Guardians. It is a three-team race now in the AL Central. How many wins do you think, John, between those 12 that if you're the Guardians, you would, I mean, obviously the answer would be, all, oh, all 12, because, you know, you sweep all of them. But what is, like, the minimum amount of games that you would feel very, still feel very comfortable that this, that this team can pull off the uh, the pennant win come uh, uh, the end of the season? I think you sit here and say eight and four out of that 12 makes okay. you feel very comfortable. If, if you can get to eight or nine wins out of that stretch, you're going to feel really good about your chances here. If it's closer to six, uh, and, and you're going 500, then it's up in the air. It's still going to be in the balance. And you're going to have to be sitting here thinking, okay, 
what will happen against the, the quote-unquote inferior competition on your schedule against the teams you're supposed to beat? Because there's a lot of pressure on those games when you play a team like Anaheim coming up who, who has given the, the Guardians trouble for whatever reason. And then even Kansas City. Kansas City is going to sit there try to play spoiler. We've seen teams do that that, that might be out of it. Yeah, we might be thinking they're, they're thinking about going on vacation, but that's not how it has gone in baseball late in the season. Teams do enjoy getting up and playing the spoiler role. So out of those 12 games against Chicago and Minnesota, with the majority of them coming against the Twins, I'd say to feel comfortable, you want to go 8-4. and four. I mean, that, that's what you want to sit here saying uh, that you can do. Now, I do think, Mitch, here's the thing. We could talk about records and what this team has to do and, and, and talk about that throughout the day. But the fact is right now, Cleveland has got to piece together some better at-bats. Yep. This, this offense at the bottom of the lineup as of late, I mean, what they put out there yesterday between Tyler Freeman, Austin Hedges, and, and Miles Straw, this is, it, it, it's, it's not meant personally, but the fact is right now, at the bottom of your lineup, you're giving the opposition some freedom. Straw has, he's just not been good at the plate. I mean, facts are facts. He's hitting 196. He's got a 520 OPS. They anticipated Miles Straw to be better than what he's been, or else he wouldn't be in the position that he's been in, and he wouldn't have been given a, a contract at the front end of the season. So for this Cleveland team, they have got to figure out a way to piece together some better at-bats. This team has exceeded expectations to this point. There's no question about that. And if you're in the Northeast Ohio area and you're, and you're not on this wagon, you, I, I got to tell you, you should be because there's so much to be excited about with Cleveland baseball. This team was not supposed to be in it. But the fact is, Mitch, as a result, as a result, it's fair to say they've exceeded expectations, but it's also fair to say that the reason why Cleveland is in this position it's because the White Sox and Twins have underperformed. Mm. So it's not as simple as saying, yeah, if they, if they don't get to the playoffs, it's not that big of a failure. I don't look at it that way anymore. I look at it as, hey, this is an opportunity for these kids to get to a postseason. And, hell, it's a good opportunity for them. Now it's about finding a way there. And it's not going to be an easy task for Terry Francona. They certainly have been dealt a tough hand with the pitching rotation. That's a, that's a brutal hand to be dealt. But even there, I, I don't look at it as an insurmountable thing. You are in outright first place. You've got a three-game series with the Kansas City Royals. If I had told you that, Mitch Spinell, that the Guardians would have a first-place lead in a three-game set with the Royals here in the first week of September, I think you would have signed up for that 10 times out of 10. John Fanta here of Fox Sports on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I agree with you. I agree with you on that, John, because I don't think this season would be a failure with or without a postseason appearance because of the progression we've seen so rapidly from some of these young guys. A lot of the veterans for the team, though, have been in the pitching rotation, and unfortunately for Cleveland, they lose uh, a few of their guy or two of their guys for a, a bit of a stretch now. And Zach Plesac and Aaron Savali both headed to the injured list uh, this uh, in the upcoming stretch. So now you have this sort of rotational movement between the minor leagues and the major leagues that Cleveland has kind of utilized so far this season with some of the guys that they've been kind of they've been trying to bring up do you see the well as still having enough water to maintain the pitching staff which has been uh doing its job compared to what the offense has done in the last week and a half well I think that that's the biggest thing is 
your offense cannot continue to be what it's been because it wouldn't matter who's on the rubber. You're not going to win many ball games. I mean, that, that's just the fact of the matter. You score a combined four runs over five games. I don't care if it's Greg Maddox on the rubber you, or Sandy Koufax. You're going to have a hard time winning. Now, to your point, this is a tough hand uh, to, to have to see Please back in Savali. And, and I saw people, I've, I've been tweeted at from people saying, well, look at their records. Their records are nothing special. Okay, that's part of that, though. Pitching record is, is such a, it's kind of a fake line at, at this point. You can't go off of a pitcher's record solely and determine if he's good or not. The fact is those guys are in the rotation for a reason. They're both talented arms. And at their best, they're helping this team get to a postseason if they're out there. So at this point, yeah, look, it, it, it is hanging in the balance if this team has enough. Why? Because whereas other Guardians teams have been so reliant on the pitching that, that you sit there and say, can they get some runs across? This team has actually gone through some starting pitching hiccups this season, whether it be an injury, whether it be somebody struggling through a portion of the season. Hey, Shane Bieber's had more struggles than we're probably used to seeing here this season. There, there have been moments and times for him where he hasn't looked like the Shane Bieber we're used to seeing. He's got to be ace-worthy here down the stretch. He's got to step up and grind it out. Tristan McKenzie has to grind it out for this team and eat innings and deliver strong starts. It's not going to be easy, Mitch, but here's where I sit here and say, yeah, I think they have enough. I think they have enough because this offense at its best is a very, very dangerous offense. They've got to find it. This team at their best, when they get to the sixth inning and have a lead, you could get the curtain ready because they are eliminating outs game in and game out. This bullpen has been the best in baseball for the last two-plus months. They have been a dominant, dominant bullpen. That's a surprise. We did not expect to see that this season. So because they can eliminate inning seven to nine, when they're on and when they've got a lead, they just need their starters to piece enough together. The element here to me is not the pitching. I think they'll get enough pitching. I, I think that this is one of the best organizations in baseball at trying to piece together pitching. What I question is what we question at the start of the year. Could they get enough offense? Has the offense exceeded expectations at times? No doubt about it. That trip to Petco Park in San Diego was validation of the offense exceeding expectations. But that was then. This is now. And these bats have got to put something together, and it has to start tonight. John Fanta, Fox Sports, here on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. John, before you go, I want to get your thoughts in on uh, what we talked about at the top of the show, switching over from the Guardians over to the Cavaliers. Obviously, the big story that came out of this weekend, one of the biggest stories of the NBA offseason, the Donovan Mitchell trade uh, from Utah for a package that included Colin Sexton, Lloyd Markkinen, uh, O'Shea Abaji, all of those picks that the Cavaliers uh, put in a box and sent to Salt Lake City. So we were talking about where the Cavaliers would stack up now, and a lot of teams have been, a lot of people have been doing that now because the East has been so heavy on Milwaukee and Philadelphia and Miami for a couple of seasons now. Boston joined the mix there last year with a core four of Jarrett Allen, Evan Mobley, Donovan Mitchell, and Darius Garland here, along with the rest of the pieces the Cavs have. Where would you put on paper right now the Cavaliers in the Eastern Conference standings? I could very well see them in a 4-5 series in the Eastern Conference here this upcoming season, Mitch. I think that that's where the Cavaliers fall. 
I think that there are organizations, Boston, you name, Miami, another. There's just a couple of organizations, Philadelphia with Embiid being the reigning scoring champion. And, and, and Brooklyn might have the biggest question mark of any organization in the NBA heading into this season for obvious reasons. But Cleveland, to me, has a top five makeup in the Eastern Conference. And here's the best part about my answer to you, Mitch Spinell. Hmm. The best part about this answer is that this answer can only improve, in my opinion. Right now, it might be a four or a five. Guess what? In two years, it could be a one. Yes, yes, it could be that the Cleveland Cavaliers are the best team in the Eastern Conference in two to three, four years. Why? Because this core four that you talk about, Mobley, 21 years of age, Darius Garland, 22 years of age, Donovan Mitchell, 25 years of age, Jared Allen, 24 years of age, Isaac Okoro, who's a fifth, he's 21 years old. I don't think that he has even fully come into his own in the NBA. And the Cavaliers do know how to develop players. They've already done a terrific job developing Darius Garland, and the in-season development of Evan Mobley spoke for itself this past year. The Cavs are set up to be part of the class of the Eastern Conference. And this is why you acquire Donovan Mitchell eight days a week if you have the chance to do so. Did Cleveland give up a lot? Yes. But in order to acquire a lot, you've got to give up a lot. And who they acquired is a 25-year-old bucket getter who's been a winner for a Utah Jazz franchise that that in some ways is like the Cleveland Cavaliers and their market size and where they fit in the NBA. They might not be the the sexiest brand name in the NBA, but the Jazz just saw the benefits of Mitchell in that he was at one point leading the Western Conference in scoring and driving the Jazz to a number one seed. If you have a chance to get that type of player who still can be in prime years, who has prime years ahead of him in his career, You do it every single time. The Cavs got a desirable superstar. They got a player who can score. They got a player who can make them a better organization and who will only help their locker room. That's what makes this a great A move by Kobe Altman, Mike Fancy, and that front office. And if you're a fan of the wine and gold right now, you should be jumping for joy because relevant and playoff basketball – is going to be back at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. It won't just be a playing tournament. I don't think we'll have to worry about that. I think we're going to be talking about a first-round series and beyond. And I think for this organization, what's most exciting is they got a lot better, and they're going to be a good team, a top-10 team in the NBA next year, top-10 to 12. But this team has room to only grow. I don't see any negatives with this type of move. I agree, John, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day today. I know I've talked to you many times over the phone, uh, calling you up to get you on with other hosts, so it's really cool to get you on here when I get the opportunity. So once again, John uh, Fanta, thank you so much for joining me. Go enjoy the rest of your Labor Day, all right? Mr. Spinell, you too. Thanks for having me, man, and congrats to you because I have talked with you many times when I'm talking to another (laughs) one of the hosts. A well-deserved opportunity for you, man. I, I know it's first of many, and thanks so much for having me, man. Be well. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.